Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And this is the show where we ground humanity's most absurd, baffling ideas, like how weird it is that you can say Ben before Affleck, the bird from the insurance company? Affleck is insurance, right? Yeah. Affleck, Ben Affleck. No, I'm... Wait, what's his real name? His ben real... Affleck. And the insurance is... Affleck. Are you sure? Is it that similar? I, I think, yeah, I think it's pretty close. I think Ben Affleck and no Affleck Bird might be one in the same now that I think about it. It's the same. But Affleck, Affleck? You know, it has an E. But there's a T there too, right? Ben Affleck? No. It's just Ben Affleck? Yeah. Oh, crap. It's closer than I thought. And then it's Aff... Insurance. Affleck. Affleck. Yeah. Affleck, oh my god! Oh gosh. my god, Ben Affleck. He was a goose all along. He was a goose all along. Is that a goose? I, I think so, yeah. It's either a goose or a duck or something. It looks like a big duck, but... But look, the point is, this show's about getting down to the bottom of things. And, like, what better way to start than by assuring the listeners that Ben Affleck was a goose all along? No, I think... Is it? I'm so confused. It by could be pictures. a duck. It, it could, could be, be a duck. duck. It could be a duck. I don't like have a clear uh, uh, a visual. Oh no, that's a duck. That's a duck. Yeah, that's a duck. man. There is an actual Ben Affleck. <laughs> Good times. Internet is always the winner. Nothing wins against the internet. But but we were not the only person. On to come up with Ben Affleck and <laughs> no, no, Affleck no, it just checks out. It, it makes, sense makes sense as a thing. But that being said, we not last episode because last episode the random spiral into no man's land that I embarked on happened. But before that episode, we were dealing with unicorns. The last episode wasn't unicorns, also. No. No, it was about the world, okay? Yeah. And ancient stuff. Okay. Yeah. I was led there by unicorns. Yes, okay. But unicorn was not the point Mm-mm. of that episode. But two episodes back, unicorns was the point. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to jump on the search that I had just done for this, uh, uh, for today, for now. But again, I got sidetracked into a bunch of ancient civilizations, but I actually did what I said, which was go look. You wanted to know about proof yes, of what things had unicorns done. To count them as magical. To count them as magical. Because so far, it's just we see them, therefore they're magical, which makes no sense. Well, I have a fascinating, fascinating series of things, and then I have... An ancient civilization for you. Another one? That happens to have kept enough records to have the mention of Unicorn repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And uh, such well-kept records, in fact, that we can trace people and their movements across the globe if we wanted to. So I did. 
Mm-hmm. You're going to be blown away by where this goes, but let's start. Let's start. How First, many of these have to do with virgins? I totally ignored the virgins route. Okay. Yes. Did it pop up? A all? lot. But okay. it was almost the same thing. Okay. It was starting to get to the point where it was like, this wasn't really thought out. It really just felt like the fantasy of the time. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like now, dudes, you're like, yeah, I want to get pegged by my chick. But back then, it was like, I want my chick to be on a unicorn or get fucked by a unicorn or I don't know, something like that. Okay. But not the point. The unicorn mm-hmm. uh, was actually mentioned directly in the Bible. Really? But some other mythical animals too, probably? Yes, many other mythical animals, which then establishes the fact that unicorns were what they were talking about because they weren't being confused by the other things they mentioned with horns. Okay. So they were really just... But also, fair enough, the Bible has just a bunch of fantasy crap happening everywhere. Yes. But in the book Numbers 23.22 specifically says, God brought them out of Egypt. He hath, as it were... The strength of a unicorn. Interesting. So they're saying unicorns are strong. That's not magical. That's but not okay. magical. No, that's just because horses are strong. Yeah. Any random horse with a defective a skull that has a protrusion from it could still just be equally strong as a horse. Yes. And in Deuteronomy 33.17 mentioned again, his glory is like the fist, the firstling of his bullock, and his horns are like the horns of unicorns. Again, nothing special going on there. Just two instances, but I'll get to the magic. The point is that I found unicorns for you mentioned, but in the second one, who are they talking about? Do you have any idea? No, I was just looking for mentions of the situation, Mm -hmm. specifically like, is is there unicorns in this text? Okay. There is. Yes. Something really weird that I found the absence of, and I looked. What? And I looked through all the holes I usually do when I can't find something, like the dark spots. Not a single shred of unicorns mentioned alongside uh, Adrenochrome. Hmm. Which, after Harry Potter, makes perfect sense that somebody would think that up. Yes. Nowhere. Nothing about their own blood, though, being used. No, no, no. Their blood is used, but it's not Adrenochrome. It doesn't, doesn't work, the work the same? Um, doesn't seem like it. It has features. But not, it's not the same. For sure. For sure. So, unicorn blood. First, it's a thick, golden substance. It's cold? Yes. Interesting. Thick, golden substance. And uh, it's used primarily in potions of sorts, uh, spell-casting potions, specifically, not drinking potions. Okay. And uh, it's quite often used to create a vessel, a body, for disembodied soul. It's how you make a functional homunculus. If you can drag the soul out, Uh you just form the body. They were making a body but not having the soul. Wait, hmm. Yeah, you can make a soul to put. So then that story of that guy who was selling it to people, was he just saying, like, it could cure you or whatever, or that's what people thought? Like, when they drunk it, and then, like, they die, can he jump in? No, I guess when he dies, can he jump into their bodies? No, there needs to be somebody conducting a spell. 
Okay. As far as we know. He's like, what if he made a spell? I don't know how... Yes, like in theory, you could create, pro- probably create some sort of trap spell, yes. Yeah. But that would be quite elaborate, yes, but it's possible. It couldn't be like written off as impossible. If we're talking magic as possible, then yes, a trap spell would by default be. And yeah, he could hex somebody's house. He could uh, uh, put... Uh, lie about what he's giving somebody exactly and then have a link of some sort that allows them to yeah but uh sure possible mm. definitely but it's mainly used from a magic standpoint when you're making the body when you're making you have the to body. make an artificial body it's not to move somebody oh what it's not making a body you're making a body that's why i used a homunculus as an example you're making a but body how do you make a body with the potion and the magic it's a spell of sorts it makes a body you use the potion yes and the other parts of the spell to manifest a body a body for a soul okay that's weird. What? Yes. There's probably a spell we can look up and do if you needed to know it on a granular level. No, but... What? It just... Magic equals body? I don't... Yeah, it would yeah. be like if you started waving a wand over an empty area and then a bunch of light started to begin and then it overtook the spot and then the light fades and there's just a body there. Horrifying, but okay. Yeah. And then you move a soul into it. Mm. Giving it consciousness. So this spell is, like, ridiculous, because it's not just making you a body, it's also, like, you can put whatever soul you want into that body. Yeah, well, it needs to be a, a soul that doesn't have a body. Yeah. Somebody dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's overpowered. Unicorn crap is overpowered. Well. Um, the, this is how overpowered it is. If you were to drink the same blood, you would be immortal. Drinking the unicorn's blood will make you immortal? Yep. One shot. One shot. You're just mortal. Then why would you even waste your magic on making a body? I guess, like, if you're trying to bring someone back to life. Yeah, I guess. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Yes, that is the way that I think that would be most likely used. Yes, yes. Because I'm thinking about yourself. Like, why would you do that if you could just drink the blood and live forever? Why would you move into another body? Now, the horn can be used to grant immortality as well. But... Only as long as you're regularly consuming teas made from the powder. So a potion, essentially. As long as you're consuming the potion made by Alicorn, you will remain immortal. So it needs to stay in your system, and it will keep you immortal. Is that somehow... I don't get why that would be the option. If you have the option of the blood or the horns, unless you're... I guess it's more reasonable, because what if you do want to die? At least you have the option. You have the option, yeah. Like, While you drink the blood, you're... You're, you're just screwed. You're just screwed, yeah. Yeah, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, interesting other things about the horn. Um, holding it gives you infinite energy. As long as you're in contact with it, you are some savage of sorts. This is not even drinking it. This is contact with the horn, just touching it. Mm-hmm. I need a horn. What? Yeah, endless stamina. It makes the... Holding it, just holding it, makes the the holder... Capable of seeing magic auras. You could tell what beings are magic beings by holding, by being in contact with this. These so are abilities just for touching you, it. Yeah, there's more than one. I guess there's two so far, but is there more? Yeah. Um, if you were to drink from the horn, you would cure any ailment. You don't even need alicorn. 
You're just powder. putting something into the horn and then drinking yeah, it. Yeah, pour water into it and drink the water. The water's been purified. And then you feel better? And then you will heal poisoning or, or any disease you've gotten. Who's testing all this out? <laughs> this is just stories from history. Mm. A lot of them are Greek. Okay. Uh, holding it halts aging as well. Again, the immortality, but not just you won't die, but you won't age either. As long as you're in contact with it, you're not aging for that period of time. Okay, so if you just decide to drink the the blood, you'll live forever, but you'll still be aging? I'm assuming that with the blood, you've got pure immortality. Like, that's age and you're not dying. Mm-hmm. While coming in contact with this keeps you young and keeps you... Like, it's uh, yeah, it's immortality again. As long as you're touching it. Yeah. But as you stop touching it, you're mortal again. I'm drinking from it, not drink from the powder. Drinking the powder regularly would keep you from aging for that period of time, and will keep you from dying from any natural causes for that time. Okay. What? Now, teas made and potions made from the horn can heal anything. Nice, of course. They provide okay. special abilities of different sorts, depending like- on who drinks it. That's the, closest, yeah, that's the closest thing to uh, adrenochrome that I could find. But it doesn't seem like anybody becomes dependent on it. Oh, okay. The closest thing to dependency is needing to ritually drink the thing. But again, if you just choose that you want to die, you still have the option. So there's reasons mm-hmm. to stop taking it. Um, this specifically, if you drink the powder, yeah, you actually get eternal youth separate from immortality. So maybe you don't have eternal youth after you drank the blood. Maybe you do just have immortality. There is a difference. Unless it's establishing that there is a difference here between the two things. You can make a tea that'll give you mortality, and you can make a tea that'll give you youth, while drinking the blood gives you both youth and immortality, mm-hmm. and being in contact with it, as long as you're in contact with it, gives you both the things. That sounds so complicated, that drinking it, you can get different things, but it's like, is it because you're making it differently? Like, it's in how- your body. You're touching it in one aspect. It's part of you in the other. Hmm. Now, something we did not consider, didn't cross my mind last time, is unicorn tears is apparently a thing. What do you mean? Like people drink unicorn tears? Yes, the unicorn tears is the equivalent of drinking unicorn blood. So in theory, you could trap a unicorn Mm -hmm. and drink its tears to acquire the same things you would get from the blood. That is so awful. You could sell it if you wanted to. In fact, that is the only other thing I know that has been sold other than alicorn. Someone's selling unicorn tears. Yes. What? Is it a merchant? It's a merchant. That travels. No. No. There's a whole complex story going on with that. Now, another interesting thing about this tear, which I'm assuming happens with the blood as well, but I'm thinking people are greedy with the blood because it's a one-shotter. As opposed to the tears, which you can probably continue to milk. But a single teardrop can he- can heal thousands of people. It's, that's the level of potency it has. You can continue to make from that one thing. That's crazy. How do you even... Like, how? Now, interesting part about that, there is a town in... 
Greece. That's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> called, where is the name of this town? Da -da 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 -da. Unicornia. Unicornia. It's called Smyrnia or something like that. <laughs> it's the weirdest name. Smurf. Uh, um, are they blue? Oh, no. Okay. So it was in a Poros. There was a, uh, what was I trying to tell you? Something happened in a town in Greece. I don't know. What was it we were talking about specifically? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was uh, uh, illness going around and a single teardrop was dropped into a, uh, a pond hmm. and it healed the, uh, and all the people living off of that water mm -hmm. uh later attracting some interesting people which i'll get to in a moment let me just go over some of these last details about unicorns you want specific instances of unicorns being magic outside of their body parts being used for things yeah there have been unicorns let's see uh they can heal wounds by touching it with their horn People have gone into the woods seeking what they have referred to as the, 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 the forest spirit, uh -huh. which has been described as a horned horse. Oh. And they go there to be healed, be touched by its sacred horn, and they come back. Mm -hmm. The unicorn in all of these instances is one with a spiral horn, not just a pointy one. Are there different types of unicorns? Could be. Not entirely sure. Um... Similar to the instance of its tears purifying the water in Poros, mm -hmm. there's also a unicorn uh, that would regularly walk over a lake in the Persian Gulf, which, ironically, we just talked about as well when we were talking about ancient civilizations, and where it would walk would be purified and clear. And people would drink that water, and people would use that water to heal. Any mentions of anyone having them as pets? I did not see anything they of that sort. They're all just wild? Yeah, they're, because the other interesting thing, which is what I'm getting to now, is that they seem to be capable of not just being elusive out in the wild and outpacing anything trying to see them, but if they happen to be cornered, they can't just disappear in front of you. Then how did people get their blood, their horns? They're, it's like... tricky. That's gotta be really tricky. Yeah, you got again. It's that rare. Oh, if they can like just a dying unicorn. No, if they guys are immortal themselves, if they can just be in front of you and not see you, you have an advantage. Mm -hmm. It's 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 this rare. It's that level of rarity. I wonder if they can heal their horn though. Like if these people are. I'm sure if you got the horn, you killed the thing. I'm sure that's at, the, at that point you're using all of its parts, and we're talking about the effectiveness of all its parts. Oh, okay. Because um, I don't think you'd be able to keep, take its horn and it be alive and conscious. Uh, sad. Mm -hmm. Now, another interesting thing about unicorns, which again adds to the elusive, they can walk defying gravity. A unicorn like can floating? move vertically as if it were walking on the ground. And almost all the Greek stories have that being the instance of it eluding people you chase it through the woods right, and at some away. point it just starts becoming a little more vertical and it just up 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 and now it's just above <laughs> the trees and you can't catch it it's mm. funny yeah mm. so it's like if it's not outpacing you on the ground and somehow you kept up okay mm -hmm. it'll just alter its degree enough to know it's <laughs> That's very interesting <laughs> to see yeah so those are some of and now every single one of those things i've told you mm-hmm come from a Greek source. All of them. 
Okay. Different sources or yeah, different sources. sources. They're all different oh, sources. Okay. Okay. Let's begin. When we were talking about unicorns, mm-hmm. we talked about the merchant. Yes. It's coming back. The merchant's coming back. Apparently, my mistake was looking through these more public records that were of people's direct sighting, as opposed to looking through actual documents kept. Because when you go through actual documents kept, this man has been tracked and people were kind of confused and interested in this man. He's been mentioned and he's been in a lot of places. So let us begin with where the first mention of this guy is. Do we so, have any of his writing? Like, did he keep any stories or anything that people no. found later on? No, okay. he just seems to have been a merchant. I don't know if he was even literate because of... Which you'll see here. Okay. So, uh, the merchant in question has a name. And his name is Antonio Dracos. That's a very strange name. Translates to dragon. Antonio Dragon. Uh, he definitely deals with the Dreamcrown with that type of name. Hey, who knows? But... Let us go to where this starts to matter. It is 1730. This is nine years before we had sightings of him in 1739. Hmm. Wait, how many years? Nine years prior to hmm. the information I provided last uh, okay. time we talked about this man. So, this documentation, all of these are just random records kept by record keepers of different sorts. I don't know the relevance or the importance of any of the records. There was a lot, like I was trying to... You have locations? Yes, sometimes. Okay. They're all happening in Greece. Uh, all the records are being in, kept in Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, his movements are tracked because I guess when he returns, he reports his activities. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what the case might be. So, 19... I mean, 1730. Uh, uh, Antonio Dracos is given what he was told was unicorn horn at the Jordan River by a Russian man claiming it was from a mountain in Greece. The Russian man handed the horn over prior to his death at the hands of the military. There is no further explanation of what the fuck, why he was being attacked by the military. So this random dude gave the merchant the unicorn that he just uses. Not the unicorn, but the unicorn horn that yes. he gives to everyone else. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, presumably, he receives this horn because he's a merchant. Mm-hmm. And the guy is just like, here. There's actually a, 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 his name, he was a Russian man named John. <laughs> John? Yeah, okay. I don't know why he was John. But yeah, his name was John. And uh, this Russian man named John was claiming it came from a mountain in Greece, hands it to him and tells him it's uh, the horn of a unicorn. There's no specification if he was told what to do with it or anything. That's so weird. He was just... Well, I mean, who knows? Because it's just... That's all that they have. Yes, and he could not press forward and ask more because the man who provided it, the Russian man, was murdered shortly after by the military. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't find out. Like, what did you hand me and why? Yes, but he figured it out. I'm guessing... If he was giving it to people? That's unclear. What's unclear? Any of the information I provided before. It was all non-professional records. Okay. The closest to professional we had was 
the captain of the ship. The rest of them were just people writing in journals, essentially. Old okay. records that somebody retrieved, put away, and like somehow successfully matched it to these. But he said that he saw him give it to people. Or he was just saw him offering it, and he assumed... Yes, he made the connection. Anything. He didn't He didn't see any of the above happen. Okay. He like definitely saw situations that were suspicious, and he's like, it seemed like it would be the thing. And these stories, the new stories that are actually the older stories that you're bringing up... He doesn't sell it to anyone? You would find out when we arrive at that point. But you just said that he doesn't. I said he... Well, I didn't say he doesn't hand it out. Hmm. Are you sure? Yeah. But anyways. So, that happened in 1730. He receives it from a random Russian guy. No idea where it came from. Gets told it's from Greece. He's Greek. Mm-hmm. By the way, he's Greek. And, yeah, okay, fine. So. Two years go by before this is mentioned again. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yes. That's like a ridiculous amount of time for you to have something crazy like this. The next mention is 1732. Dracos delivers the horn to a priest. Nicolas Severino Saverio Albini. Nicolas Saverio Albini. In Poros, Greece. Which mm-hmm. is one of the people attracted by... The lake that was purified by the alleged tears of a unicorn. He was led there because of that. The priest. Priest was led to that lake because of that. Where uh Dracos then goes and With meets the, the priest. So the priest has been there for a while. He was drawn to that lake because something odd that happened there. Mm-hmm. Now, while at that lake, he uses the horn to repurify it. Hmm. And it works. How, what does that even mean? Like, how can they tell that it's being purified? Well, according to them. Yeah. According to them. It was toxic water. It was um, foggy. It was dirty. It was not safe. Mm-hmm. And then they touched it with the unicorn horn, and it became clear instantaneously. And then he tried to steal it? Well, he, it was definitely a, a, an illuminating moment. So now they claim it purified the the hot spring. It was a natural spring that was there. And um, it didn't heal this man. But in doing that, because again, he was drawn there by like, this is holy water of some sort. Mm-hmm. But it never turned out to be holy while he was there. Is a priest looking for something related to God. Mm-hmm. And he gets there and it's just a dirty lake that was Does said to be purified. horn is holy though? Well, uh, when the spring is purified, mm-hmm. a man named a bishop actually named lakavos the second was uh suffering a lot of pain and ill and the spring fully healed this man mm-hmm. according to both dracos and the priest oh okay hmm. he, what was he dying from not dying but he just had illnesses of the oh, past okay. that are probably easily dealt with with like an aspirin but back then would just murder you mm-hmm. so yeah the following year, 1733. That's the end of that story? Yeah, this is just random okay. things that show up here and there. Dracos and Albini, still hanging out together, it seems. Cool, okay, that's what I wanted to know. Established a research organization and disguised it as an evangelical school. 
Okay. The sole purpose was to bring the greatest minds in the world and study the horn, which according to the priest possessed the ability to defy nature. That was specifically in a record, in quotes. That was a direct quote from the priest. <laughs> possessed the ability to defy nature was the words that man used. Mm-hmm. So he thinks it's magical. He thinks it's magical. He but did not, not at any moment it's... say it's from God. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Now, I respect this priest for not making that conclusion by default. That's so weird that he didn't, but okay. That's really weird that he didn't, but it's also weird that he would pull people other than other priests. Yeah. He was oh, already wow. open-minded. He was looking for any perspective. What are we looking at? Yeah. But that's just crazy, because you would assume he would just connect the dots to god without needing any or well no it being evil like religion either. is a cult today mm -hmm. and religion was a cult surrounding the ideology of uh jesus in a specific form but religion has not always been the case isaac newton was a catholic you know christians have been some of the most open-minded people in the world and the most uh, uh progressive people in the world it's the cultists that believe that science is not a gift from god but rather that despite all your scientific advancements, God is... It's like, no, okay, everything could have been God. Yeah. All of it. Even the things we've made. So chill. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Scientists believe, of the old believe that logic. Okay. The, the Enlightenment era was filled with that idea that, well, how do we supersede the sciences and religions? Well, let's dive headfirst into the philosophies. Okay. And they made a school... Yes, so... To explore the, what it could do. Yes, they made a school with the uh, intent of attracting the greatest minds, bring them together, and in uh, just figure this thing out. Hmm. Now, it's really interesting that this would be happening around the 1730s to 1740s, because 1730s to about 1760s is considered the Enlightenment era. Interesting that this thing would start moving right at the beginning of that bracket. Mm. And you'll notice that it cuts it kind of close to the very end that we mark as the end of the Enlightenment era. Weird coincidence. Yes. Uh -huh. <gasps> the plot thickens. <laughs> now, Two more years go by. Man, okay. Yeah, now he's been with this horn for five years. Okay. 1735. On its way to a study collective along the Russian-Turkish border, word gets out about an object capable of granting immortality. Leaders and military on either side of the border immediately try to acquire the horn taking the lives of several of the scholars in the process. Oh, snap. Okay. Draco and Albini go on the run. They're still together. So far. Mm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Buddy cop situation going on Bromance. there. Bromance, yes. Um, I looked into uh, different... Oh, by the way, I'm, again, I don't know. These are just records. Mm -hmm. But weirdly enough, this ties into a lot of real things. They happened at the same time. Like what? There was a Russian guy named John who was a really pro, uh, important like religious figure. The records don't make any attempt to connect the two dots. So it could just be, this is probably just a different guy 
who's Russian named John. But there was another Russian guy named John? There was another Russian guy named John. Okay. Yeah. So that was weird coincidence. Well, is there another guy named Antonio or whatever his name is? Um, uh, Dracos? No. That's the only one I found of him. I only found one because I did go, I, did, I had the same thought, like, uh, is this being stolen from throughout the world? But yeah. no, I only found one um, priest called Nicola. I could confirm his existence. I could confirm a lot of the stuff here. It's just how some of this sticks out and it's like, man, it's totally possible this guy was that guy over there. Mm-hmm. And like, well, this is just a record. This, prob- this guy had to be objective. He couldn't put religion into it. And he just saw a guy who did a thing and whatever, recorded it. Meanwhile, that biblical figure over there did the same thing. And it's like, this guy recorded an actual record about something in the Bible. It's like, holy crap, dude. So some of that was happening. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like solid records about things like that. And like, yeah, so the the Russian John? Mm-hmm. Biblical figure. The Russian? Yeah. Named John. The Russian named John, biblical figure. Now, not the same guy, because it seems like Gap. Wait, they're both Russian? They're both Russian, yes. Oh. But there's a gap between them. Okay. Yeah. Like, the basically, you look up the Russian John, uh, some sort of bishop, and he was, he died in like the, in like 120. So the merchant and the bishop, or whatever he is. The priest. The priest are both Russian? No, they're Greek, I think. I know that Antonio Dracos is Greek. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, Nikolai uh, might be, uh, he was either Irish or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, okay. And These are just traveling scholars for the most part. So they okay. just met in West Bubba or whatever. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, he might be himself uh, Greek. I think they're both Greek. I'm not entirely sure. Oh. But yeah. So. They're on the run. Yeah, they go on the run following the. Okay, now again, I'm looking. My point of saying this is that I'm looking at, you know, I'm confirming things. I'm trying to make sure that these records aren't just bullcrap. And yes, there was a crazy war that happened in between Russia and Turkey. Allegedly, a political war that was erupted by an unknown situation directly happening at the border. Mm. which in these records happen to have a unicorn horn traveling right down the middle and then two different sides spaz out and try to attack. Ah. So there's actually confirmation that a war broke out about some object. Unclear what it was, object or circumstance. Something Mm -hmm. happened in between both borders that immediately set things off. They claimed it was all political related. But it could be unicorn related. Yeah, because this thing lines up perfectly in official records. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? How far does their story go? We will find out as it progresses. But, like, it's a long story? <laughs> it's a story. No. Now, it was, last time we hear from them, is 1735. Now it is 1739. This is where we had our first note from the people that I Which provided as sources last time. Like, Because we saw him from 1739. Yeah. To 1741 Mm, in three countries touching each other. Mm -hmm. Now we've just been traveling all over the place. We were in Russia, we were in Turkey, we were in Greece. But they're all still relatively close, close, just farther than we traveled before. Mm -hmm. But now he also has a lot more time to get from one place to another because we're talking 10 years from one point to another. Yeah. So there's that. This makes a lot more sense. But 1739, Albini is killed. Which one's Albini? He is the priest. Priest, okay. 
and the Horn is believed lost, ending a great conflict that had begun between Russia and Turkey. Of course. Which literally ended around that point. Mm. Confirmable. Both in this unrelated record and in the actual records of war. But that's weird, because there's still a guy with a unicorn horn. Like, why did they stop? Did they think when they killed that guy... Disappeared. They couldn't find it. Okay. It just, poof. That's crazy. Okay. Yes. 1740. This is the second time we see him. While hiding out in the island of Chios in Greece, Dracos meets a man named John, a different man named John, (laughs) claims to have come in contact with a unicorn horn ages ago, warns Dracos that simply touching it has drastically affected his life. Now, this was unclear if he meant him touching it or you touching it has affected your life. Now it sounds like time travel. Why? I don't know if it's somehow the same guy... You mentioned, like, the dead coming back and stuff. Like, is this John? Did he come back? No, this is... He knew John. This John, though. Yeah, this isn't the Russian John. Okay. Yeah, this is some other guy. Who's experienced weird things with the unicorn. Yes. This has been a long time. Like, ages ago, I experienced an encounter with a unicorn horn. You've messed up. Hmm. But how? He doesn't explain what. No, could these go are wrong. just almost like blurbs, essentially. Record keeping mm. was whack back then. Mm. But then again, this was also the most advanced level because of record. This keeping. would be the closest to, like, it can do bad. You could, it could be similar to Adrenochrome. But yeah, totally didn't specify any of that. Yeah. It's lame. Some weird uh, middle ground, essentially. Mm-hmm. But we go then. A little farther. So he, he, he meets a guy named John. And this guy named John directs Dracos to the residence of a theologian and philosopher, uh, Vilkentios de Mados. There he meets a carpenter as well, uh-huh. who went by the name of Harrison. Okay, I thought you were going to say John again, but okay. No. So we got de Mados, and we have Harrison. Carpenter and a what again? A carpenter, theologian? and the other one is a theologian and philosopher. Ah, okay. And he meets them there, as directed by John, who then saw him with the horn and was like, you messed up, but okay, you need the next lead, go that way. That's where mm-hmm. you need to go with this thing. Now, okay, there are many people who have seen unicorn horns at this point. Mm-hmm. We have the guy who gave it to him. We have the people he's shown it to. Philosophers, entire collective of people who a got whole together. All of people, yeah. Yeah, just trying to study this thing mm-hmm. in secrecy without the word getting out. We saw what happened the second, the second, the word got out. Countries at war. Countries at war. Instantaneously. Mm-hmm. So, this is an interesting problem to have. To own this thing that seems to be the real deal. Yes. And not know what to do with it. You can't, obviously you can't just, my my idea here is Dracos keeps wandering with this thing because he doesn't want it to fall into the wrong hands. That's my theory. Because mm-hmm. why is he still traveling with this thing? Yes. What's the... But he still wants to show it to people too. He wants to study it. He's, he hasn't shown it to strangers. He's always mm-hmm. taking it to the next person who should see it. 
Hmm. Not a stranger. Okay. It's always the next individual that should see it. That's somebody who has a different perspective, somebody who studies things, somebody who's experienced in some manner, shape, or form related to some manner, shape, or form of something they've seen similar. It's weird that no hunters are mentioned in this story or anything of that nature. Because that seems like something that would make perfect sense. Yes. I still wonder, like, what was that warning about? What was the warning about? That's unclear. This man is like, bad luck for you, bro. <laughs> Alternatively, one of the things you get from touching the horn is you have infinite luck while you're in contact with it. That was actually one of the abilities infinite of it. luck? Luck. Go gamble while holding that horn. It's going to work out. Hmm. That's awesome. Okay. I mean, I guess the only, the only real bad luck is people trying to kill you. Yeah, which has happened instantaneously, and they lost many intelligent minds yeah. because of their presence around it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm, it's tricky. Interesting problem, right? Mm-hmm. So this thing has traveled quite the distance. There's been a million places. And 1950 rolls by after he's met uh, the... Mon- this, is a, this is a leap. This is a 10-year jump. The last time we hear from him, he came. He came. It was seventeen forty. We only hear from him following the last note is the captain's logs oh, okay. for his ship, and that's only one year after this point, which means we have no record of him from seventeen forty one to seventeen fifty. And then all we have is in seventeen fifty, the Droko dies, according to the models, as a result of an experiment conducted on the remaining fragments of the horn. Doing Something. What? Say that again. Dracos dies, according to the Mados. Which one's the Mados? The, the philosopher, theologian. He oh, okay, okay. As a result of an experiment conducted on the remaining fragments of the horn, what happened in the nine years? Where's the rest of it? Why is it fragmented? Well, he's been testing it out that whole time. Fair enough. You're, you're thinking people. this whole time it's just these people and whoever else, like scientists and philosophers, that could get together just working on it quietly, telling nobody because it was just too dangerous to have out there? Mm-hmm. Okay. But what? That doesn't even make sense because it's supposed to keep you alive forever, but somehow he died from it. Uh, something happened relative to it. Hmm. We don't know what. Draco said it was, uh, uh, D'Amato said it was part of an experiment. Yeah. So it could have, might have not been the horn. Maybe it's too much energy shot out of the thing at once and killed him. Who knows? Harrison, still with them, the carpenter, weird. Okay. Yes. Takes one third of the remaining fragments back. Actually, no, takes two thirds of the remaining fragments back to England and leaves one third for D'Amato's. Divides those two thirds he took into two sets. One to remain in England, and the other is given to an American named Franklin, spread between these two countries. Why? Don't know. What's this Franklin? Don't know. What? Some connection of Harrison. Hmm. What? It's so random. This carpenter just decides, I'm going to take it, I'm going to give it to this other He's guy. He's been with these two other people and who knows how many others mm-hmm. for the last nine years. Yeah. He's not just a carpenter. But what is he planning to do? Do they say? Hmm. Don't know. Don't know. Now, we don't hear from any of these people directly anymore. We have a gap. That 
record was in 1750. Mm-hmm. 1810. How many years is that? That is 60 years later. Someone's... Okay. What's going on? A Greek record written by a Makarios claims a man named Euthemius was in possession of a substance similar to one he studied in his youth under a man named Dracos uh, in the early 1950s. Uh-huh. And that Euthemius claims he got it from a mountain named Athos. Mountain? A mountain named Athos. I confirmed that is a mountain in Greece. Okay, but I thought the original guy got it on a mountain in Russia. No, he got it on a mountain in Greece. The first guy? Yes. You are talking about the Russian. Yeah. And the Russian specifically says he got it from a mountain in Greece. Oh, okay. And now we have another guy claiming he has shown up with something identical from a mountain in Greece. Hmm. So unicorns are hanging out on mountaintops? Mountaintops in Greece, apparently. So that's weird. That is weird. But it's right, I guess. I mean, that's... If you're going to find them somewhere, like, that seems like where they like to be. Yeah. (laughs) I guess it would be. We gotta go there. Well, um, I looked up Makarios, and uh, it was either in... 1812 or 1813, that man died. Which one's Macario? He's the guy who wrote the record. Oh, okay. oh no, my bad. I didn't. Uh, Macarius was the record writer. The guy who died was Eothemius. The guy who went to the mountain. The guy who got the unicorn from the the horn the horn from the mountain or the okay. material, whatever. He got the thing from the mountain. He was executed by the church two three years later. Ah. Uh... The church. The church. Interesting, yes. And because the unicorn, even if he had some of the unicorn stuff, it doesn't keep you alive forever. No. You have to be in contact with it, or you have to drink the unicorn's blood. Mm -hmm. He did not acquire this horn. He he was in possession of it. Otherwise, he would have been immortal. Hmm. I guess immortality means... They could have taken away from him, and then he stopped being immortal? No, I guess you could still die if you're immortal. My thought is, you're just not going to die of natural causes or age. Hmm. But, like, I could walk up and shoot you with a gun. Right? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. They aren't really specific. Not, it never said they're bulletproof or something. You know, like, mm-hmm. my blade could not pierce the skin or anything. That was never mentioned. Yeah, there's so far no mention of someone who lived forever. Yes, it was always, like, you still died from, like, some horrible thing. Yeah. Now, 1815 is the last record mention of this. From uh, Greek records. Mm-hmm. 1815. A Greek record written by a different man named Asius claims that he acquired a horn of a horse atop the Mount Athos. Whoa. So he got a unicorn horn. And that was it? That's it? That's he just mentions it? it? And it never then... gets mentioned again. It looks like he, that's the last record he ever wrote. He was not old either. He was in his mid-twenties. Someone killed him. Don't know. That has to be the only reason. Because the other guy got to do his whole school. He got, got on an adventure. He was also killed. Yeah. Everyone involved in... Uni- like, the guy warned him. 
something bad is going to happen. Yeah. It, and it's not that the unicorn horn is going to do it's something. It's what it does it's, to everybody else. It, it's, you know what it reminds me a lot of? And, like, who knows if this was direct inspiration for this? But it sounds a lot like The Ring oh. from Lord of the Rings. Yes, the way they get obsessed with it. Yes. Hmm. There was wars fought over this ring. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's uh, J.R. Rowling? That's the name of the lady who wrote this? Or the guy who wrote, whatever. Whoever, no, that's from Harry Potter, right? J.K. Rowling? J.K. Rowling? Harry that's Potter. Harry Potter. Well, whoever the... J.J.R. something. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Whoever wrote this might have been directly inspired. Wait, when? How long ago was that guy? Let's find out. Okay, so he was definitely... He was a well-informed, studied guy in all areas of mythology and theology. So it's definitely possible that the works of Tolkien were inspired by at least some aspects of... Uh, Greek writing and record keeping because he was into all of it. Into, he was into all of the things. He was into all the things. That's crazy. Yeah, so his work is a, a mesh of a lot of things. He definitely mm-hmm. saw something that told him about an object everybody was chasing. Yes, what did that, what inspired him for that little part? That's so exact. Yes, that's so exact and feels so identical to what we're seeing here of entire countries erupting into chaos entirely because of the mention. Oh, it's it's come on! It's the same story. It feels the same. same. People chasing people through uh, treks across years, just looking for the thing. These guys ran away. They were on the move for nine years before they still found them and killed. Like what? And we don't. And what if the people were also obsessed with it as well? Like he was traveling to meet other people, were they becoming also obsessed with it? Everyone he brought the horn to also yeah, became very it said, involved. One of the interesting things about one of those notes is the fact that it didn't just say that they were attacked and went on the run. It said that there were a bunch of philosophers there that mm-hmm. died. Your whole school was with them. Yeah, everybody started just walking behind the horn. Yes. Everybody who came in contact with it wanted to see it, wanted to touch it, wanted to be around it. Like they might not have been fighting each other for it because they were sharing it. They, were they sharing weren't it. like it doesn't make you that greedy, except for if you want it and you're outside of the group. Yes, yes, those people want it. Now, weird, 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 because we have an example of something very similar to this, and this is the fact that a man named Jesus kept walking around and people just started following him little by little. Mm-hmm. We just meet them. Give them some sort of, quote, enlightenment, unquote. And now these people, regardless of religion, regardless of background, regardless of crime you've committed, people you hate, what side of any war you might be on, you're just like... He had unicorn blood or something. Like, he was also doing magic. He was also doing magic. Now, again, we we definitely very sure that he's a vampire. Everything on paper suggests vampire. But there's this one just similarity that's even more similar than adrenochrome because people get obsessed with adrenochrome but uncontrollably you're gonna be greedy on adrenochrome yes everybody's greedy on adrenochrome but doesn't seem to be the case if you're around the unicorn horn no you guys can share it yeah these guys literally split it three ways and they were all happy to go their separate ways yeah no one yeah as long as you have some you're fine it's like an addiction, a fix. You need it, which is actually real f- similar to Adrenochrome. 
Yes. But these people aren't even drinking it. Being in contact with it takes you to that same place at yeah. that same You'll level. You'll be happy with a fragment of it. Like, you don't need a lot of it. You can have the teeniest amount and be like, yeah, this is fine. Well, this brings up another point. It just suddenly fragmented. In a nine-year period, did people just... Went for a little bit for you, a little bit for you, a little bit for you. Everybody take a piece. It's overpowered and we'll have infinite power forever if we just take it. Yes. Thus, the Enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Everybody enlightened. Yes. Had it. Oh, okay, the Enlightenment. Yes. Man, Jesus had unicorn blood. Jesus was a vampire. He was a vampire, but he was also born from a lady. Like, he wasn't just one day, he didn't just, he wasn't born a vampire. Yeah, and he definitely wasn't uh, a vampire or powerful anywhere until he was 30 years old. Which means something got to him. It wasn't power he had. Yeah. Which sounds like vampire. Something bit him, and then he's just always powerful. I don't know. I mean, we don't know he was bitten. We know he's always powerful. That feels like a vampire. He doesn't need any more of anything. Mm -hmm. Or he's surviving off of fear, which he's not, because he's the peace preacher. Unless he's surviving off of unicorn blood. Not even peace. He just needs to drink it once. He just needs to drink it. Fair enough. And then he lives forever. Is that what a vampire is? Somebody who bit somebody after they themselves had unicorn blood? No, because so then you still got to drink. Uh, a vampire is essentially... It, it, it is, because we know a vampire has... What you're getting is adrenochrome. That is the point. That is the human affliction. You become a vampire, and then when you don't have it, you go feral and become a zombie. So it's literally adrenochrome. Uh-huh. Jesus was literally on adrenochrome. He was doing both. Because he kept, he was fixed, he was, he, he was addicted. He was, he needed to keep gathering more people, and that's where he's getting his source. Yes, for sure. So he didn't need unicorn's blood. It's similar, and I guess but I began wrong by saying it's giving similar. him abilities, maybe. The, the Trinochrome did that. But we don't know what's the limit of that, of those abilities. Of a dr- we, there's no limit to Adrenochrome. People okay. become literal gods on it. Uh, that's true. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Huh, so he doesn't need... There's similarities, but there's... It's different in that you don't need to consume. But it does help with the whole, like, how did he get these followers? Vampirism. And the vampire hypnosis. Why do you want to fix oh, this to okay. Jesus so hard? Yes, yes, Everything yes. says he's a vampire. He's a Everything vampire. Everything assures okay, okay. us. We've gone down this road. He's a he's, he's definitely a vampire. The first, most likely. Mm-hmm. But the church, are they all vampires? They're not vampires, though. Well, here's the thing. The church also seems to be balls deep in adrenochrome. Hmm. But weirdly enough, one guy is offed by... By the church? By the church. Fun fact, I didn't mention this part because I didn't write those notes, but... The last note, 1815, hmm? the guy who wrote that note was killed by the church. Mm, what? So, yeah, that's why he disappeared, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Okay, the church at least cares about, or doesn't care about it. I mean, they care enough that they don't want anyone to have it. Nobody could Whether overpower they... the church. That's the goal. Exactly. Nobody overpowers the church. Anything yes. that has powers, we hide in some chamber somewhere. Yes. And that's... we know the chamber exists. They're like yes. It's public knowledge that it exists. Mm-hmm. Ah. Are they killing unicorns off, too? Is that why there's no stories of unicorns anymore? I don't know. It's pretty messed up, though. Because we know that they go out and kill other 
quote unquote demons. They make the creatures. They make the creatures. Oh yeah, that's true. They make the creatures. There's, it's a mess. The church is. <laughs> it seems that like the 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 markers are always the same. We always come back to Adrenochrome. We always come back to the church. And right now we found a different power source. That the church is probably covering up or just getting rid of. Yes, because their way, their usual go-to is Adrenochrome. It's easily accessible. You can get it from anyone. Mm-hmm. While the elusive unicorn thing, no. But on the flip side, the unicorn is pure. It seems like once you have it, you're good. Mm-hmm. Adrenochrome, you always got to come back. And they want that. Yes, there's a and it visually, I guess it also fits the same, right? One is beautiful, vibrant, and gold. The other one's crimson and like twisted looking. Yeah, like you always got to come back for that fix of the crimson one, but that gold, beautiful one that comes from the white steed. No, you're good forever, and it helps people without even having to consume it. This one, no, you only help yourself. That's what they're all about. Hmm. Interesting. They are, I guess, the opposite of Adrenochrome is unicorn blood. Yes. They're similar and different in exactly the right ways to be opposites. That's so crazy. We found an opposite to that. You wouldn't think there'd be an opposite. But there is. And it's still blood. Yes. Well, it's everything. Well, it's everything. It's the whole horse. package, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the whole package. What? Yeah. So this is the road I ended up falling down while reading a bunch of... And there were a lot. This is the kind of thing that you just got to keep typing in the name every possible combination you can just to see the next thing. I probably missed a lot of records. This is just what I found. We're talking thousands of records from, I mean, millions of records over the course of literal hundreds of years. And I've yeah. got to hope that the names then don't come up with somebody. And the, again, we're talking Antonio's a common name. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that not is. an easy search. Mm-hmm. But, um, so then you didn't look up anything specific from the church then? Besides, like, the few mentioned in the Bible? Yeah, because the church doesn't have direct mentions of this at all. The church does quite the effort of making sure they don't. And it seems that those early mentions were only left in order to make them seem abstract and detached, not real. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's uh, what I got on unicorns. So there you go. You wanted to know about when are their unicorns being magical? So there is magical unicorns. There are magical unicorns. Apparently, they seem to exist in exactly the same place, which is Greece, a mountain called Athos. Weirdly enough, the Greeks are the only people who believe that unicorns are real, and they have a consistent traceable record of encounters with it repeatedly, all of which can be confirmed through other sources. Weird. So it's a thing. It's possible unicorns are real. Mm-hmm. We can't prove it. They've probably all been killed by the church, but... How does anybody get a hold of a unicorn? They So many people got the horns. Like, what are you talking well, about? Well, we only <laughs> know in the course of 400 years, four different... Well, actually, in the that course of like three years. Year, 300 years, it was mentioned... No, it wasn't. I guess it wasn't. In that small group of people traveling, that was like four horns or no, three was, horns. No, it was a hundred years. Yeah. In the course of a hundred years, that's four horns. That's so a lot for because something Because there is the one that was given by the Russian. Yes. That is our main character. Mm-hmm. Then there is the one that the guy, the random guy, John, said he'd encountered. Yes. And there's the two that these other people get. We don't know if it's the same horn. Mm-hmm. Or if it's two different horns, 
but the guy that saw the dude get it and the guy he saw the guy get or not but that guy was later executed and the guy who then got a hold of a horn and he himself was executed yeah like it'll be more rare if it is still involved with the ones that the other two got interesting if it's been the same horn we're talking about but the problem is the last two said they acquired it at the top of the mountain on the flip side they had nothing else of the unicorn so they were given this. It looks like they're given this and they themselves don't know where it came from. You think unicorns shed horns? Interesting. I didn't even think about that. Because it's so hard to catch. They can fly away. There's like, they got so much abilities. So, yes. And a lot of the rest of the things involves permanence. Mm-hmm. But the horn doesn't. So maybe it sheds horns. Maybe it sheds horns. They're just going up there and acquiring unicorn horns. Interesting. Oh. That's awesome. So there you go. The possibility of unicorns. Anyways. Mm. Anyways, if you guys are interested in these kinds of topics, we have an abundance of episodes on mythological creatures of all sorts. We have a bunch of episodes on weird things the church has done in many different instances. Definitely. Yeah, there's episodes on all kinds of mythology and monsters and creatures and whatever. And adrenochrome. And we have a prior episode two weeks ago on... Unicorns. Unicorns. So, yeah. like, there's an abundance of places to come back to the source and see how we, like, how we land. How we end up here, yeah. yeah. You guys can find, like, if you're interested in these kind of things and you like this conversation and you want more stuff, you could hit us up to talk about it on our socials at Just Convo Pod. That's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all those places. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Yes, and word of mouth, people. It's very important that you tell people about the show. Anybody who's interested in greek records or information anybody who is interested in mythology and unicorns anybody who's interested in anything we talk about it all yeah this has been the rambling podcast take nothing personal and thanks for listening bye If you know somebody who already wants to listen to the show with you, you backhand the shit out of them and you say, how dare you? I didn't ask. What? And then you go kidnap somebody anyways after you tied up that person that said they're totally down to listen and you don't let them hear, but you force the other person to hear and you force the person who was down to hear to watch the other person you're forcing to hear. (laughs) Well, aren't they going to hear it? No. The other person has wearing headphones? Yes. Okay. Yep. That's awful. It's You're great. torturing two different people. Nobody told them to volunteer. The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas. Produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info. Art by Zero Lupo and logo by Seth McAllister with social media managed by Amber Black.